Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop podcast. Today I'm joined by a little bit of a legend. It's singer-songwriter Harley Moon Kemp. Welcome to the Waffle Shop. Thank you for having me on the Waffle Shop. <laughs> it's good. Someone might say that I'm L-U-C-K-Y to have you well, on the show. <laughs> you are it, baby. <laughs> Sorry, I had to I had to do it. Like I've been literally all day. I've been saving that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You know what was annoying is when I first, I always feel like I'm just channeling an idea. I never really mean to write anything. I never sit down to write. I just start singing it. Yeah. When I start singing, oh, you, CQL. <laughs> oh my God, this is so annoying. I have to start <laughs> And I was like, I'm hoping that I'm going to pass on this annoying chant to other people and that they'll be annoyed by it enough that they'll start singing it too. Obviously, it's kind of <laughs> just kind of like gets in your system that melody to be fair though it worked it didn't it hasn't annoyed me but it worked because all day it's been stuck in my head so that's, if anything it'll get you job well done <laughs> which to be fair the waffle shop in st albans no but i feel like am i gonna have to have beef now with no, <laughs> there's, a, there's an amazing waffle restaurant I don't know if it's still there, but I went to a waffle restaurant shop in St. Albans. And I wonder if you could team up with them to do a waffle, waffle podcast shop. I mean, I'm all for it. I mean, there was some (laughs) amount of people that was so disappointed that I wasn't actually opening (laughs) a shop. It was, yeah, I've got a lot of just disappointed family. (laughs) But... To be fair, with our UCKY, which is obviously yeah. another one, it's a one of your many bangers that you have out. It leads me on to my weekly waffle, yeah. which is something obviously that gets on my nerves that once I speak about it, it makes me feel better. But 
the song, it got me thinking. And it's not so much <laughs> that has annoyed me, but it's stuck with my head all day, is the fact that I can only spell beautiful because of Bruce Almighty. And he says <laughs> B-E-A, beautiful, beautiful in the film. And that's the only reason I know how to spell. <laughs> I have a really similar one. So I wasn't very good at school, and but I was really good at rhythm or melody. Yeah. And so I used to learn spelling through a beat. And I could okay. only spell because in a certain way. And I would say B-E-C-A-U-S-E. It's B-E-C-A-U-S-E. And I know how to spell because. Because of that. Or, you know, people have that I before E, except thing about them for me because was always a scramble but once i got the beat <laughs> stop part. doing this to me because this is gonna be stuck in my head now again just by a chance i'm releasing a song called b-e-c-a-u-s-e no not really <laughs> can you imagine I'm just gonna go through the alphabet <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a whole album of songs i couldn't spell at school <laughs> words i could spell <laughs> it does great with the younger kids. <laughs> Literally, you get <getting> teachers <laughs> with awards left, right, and centre. Exactly. Oh, that's amazing, though. That's brilliant. It's very, I think it happens in Matilda, doesn't it? With Mrs. M, Mrs. I, Mrs. S. Yeah, S. Oh, Mrs. Mrs. <laughs> I can't remember how many Mrs. there are, but yeah. To be fair, there's... that's why I stopped at MIS because I thought <laughs> I'm not going to do it because <laughs> I can't, still can't spell it, even with the song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is there anything that you'd like to get off your chest is there anything that gets on your nerves um my nerves always comes down to the same subject the ones that write about the ones that sing about <laughs> dating oh okay here we go come on let's right, go here we go dating <laughs> in particular online dating yes yep yep um I, the process is so confusing to me. So you'll get to a point where you'll exchange numbers or people text you or they kind of don't reply for three days. I might also not to yeah. reply for three days. That winds me up a lot. It's kind of like, yeah, cool. I'll let you know when I'm free. And then I'm thinking, oh, good. Shall I play oh, it God. cool? Shall I play? Yeah. I'll, hold on a sec. I'll let you know when I'm <laughs> no, free. No, I'm free, yeah. Like, I'm just not texting them. Or are they? do you just leave it and move on? I it's very confusing. And that it. for me is a, is a grind. But it's also because it plays into like a confidence thing as well, doesn't it? Because then it's like, have I done something wrong here? Yeah. Have I, should I have said something else? And it's just, it's just, it's just horrible. <laughs> it's just disgusting, to be honest. I'm taking online dating to the waffle shop and I can waffle about it all day. Because I'm, do you know what? I feel like there's, there's a no lot more- of people feel the same yeah there's no rules there's no guidelines what are you meant to say if you've had a long day and you're not in the mood to mm. do the small talk do exchange numbers how one's appropriate time to text it's time consuming no- as well the time and effort in the online world no I'm, I'm with you on that one i'm more linked off than linkedin i'll tell you that i mean you're great with words aren't you Words and letters. <laughs> you do, you do. <laughs> oh my God, you got me a brand deal. You got <laughs> You can come back. <laughs> oh, well, 
do you, do you feel a bit better now you've got it off your chest? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've I could write albums full of the stuff, so um, <laughs> but I I do feel a little more relieved. Yeah, I'd be, but it'd be good if you could have a dial-in telephone number where people give advice. I'm just going to start writing this down <laughs> because <laughs> I'll get a notepad. Because <laughs> we can rant and waffle about the the things that bug us every week, but how do we find the answers? That is true. So yes, I feel like Maybe you've just given me like. I feel like we're going to have to go 50-50 We'll actually get a waffle shop and then we'll just get people to... They can tweet in at at waffle moons. (laughs) Okay, now you're just stealing my show. (laughs) 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 Oh, I love this already. Okay, let's get down to it. Let's obviously... The singer-songwriter, like... The music... Especially the stuff like today, I feel like you've soundtracked like my day. Like it, it just feels very cinematic, like country vibes. Like I find it very interesting when I have a musical guest on to how that musical journey started. Whereas obviously you come from a very talented family, but I want to know from like your point of view, like, because I've had people on here who said like they watched like a certain performer, they heard a song, like they fell in love with an instrument and that's what kick-started it for them. Like, how did it start with you? Oh, I I don't feel like a musical person, actually. Oh, wow. Um, music for me comes very secondary um, to kind of thoughts and melody. Yeah. So if I'm a lot of the time, if I'm driving or cooking or doing something where I'm in like another element and I'm not trying yeah. to sit, if I when I get booked to go in sessions, I always feel like, oh god, I have to come up with something good and this is on me. But when I'm relaxed and I'm feeling something and I'm driving or I'm cooking, I just know what the song is. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't know for like like you said like the lucky song. I we were in lockdown and I was trying my best not to be depressed (laughs) I was just kept thinking like saying to myself at the time like I'm lucky I'm with my family I've got a nice family I'm lucky that I've got my friends I'm lucky that I'm in my home I'm lucky that I kept saying all this stuff and then all of a sudden I just started singing it and then by the time I realized I'd finished singing it I just had written the song and yeah. then I write out the chords afterwards and I, I understand what it is. And um, the same with this new song I have called Coming Up. I was driving the car and I've been watching a lot of, I mean, it's hard to avoid the news when everything yeah. feels kind of dark and people are in a crisis mm. living climate and there's wars going on and lots of conversations have been quite negative and heavy and just feeling like I need a day where I, yeah. I'm not absorbed by that. And I need just a day no where escape, I, is there, when it I comes need to some that. escape. I need to feel good today for myself. I need to try and have a day where I like break through and have some joy and, and not feel weighed down by everything. And um, I just went out walking the dog. And then I got in the car and the whole way through I was singing, I'm coming, I'm coming up, I'm coming, I'm coming. I don't know why I was singing it. And then I'm... Um, and then that weekend I went into a session 
And they were like, what do you want to write? And I was like, I've, I already have this idea called coming up. And um, it's just about, you know, needing to elevate yourself, even yeah. whatever it is, whether you're falling in love, whether you're going to a protest, whether you're doing something that feels good inside you for whatever you need that day, like finding your like power. And I was like, I think it's that. Was like because that's what I couldn't stop singing when I was feeling like it, and then we wrote it in about half an hour because I already knew the song. Yeah, it happens like that for me, really. I already feel like I know the song when I know what I'm feeling. That's so it's not unusual because obviously it works, but it's that because I thought that's why I have these kind of conversations because I had Sean Paul on and he was saying that quite a lot of his melodies and stuff comes from when he swims. Yeah. And it's I find it so fascinating how the whole process like or how an idea then when just doing like kind of like mundane tasks end up turning into these like incredible pieces of work. I think I think it's something to do with uh left and right brain. Yeah. I think it's like when you're doing something that you're um like physical with your body, whether you're cooking, whether you're driving whether I'm on an airplane, I wrote my song, my first song space on an airplane because I was traveling. Was, there's something that frees up a, a section of your yeah. brain. Because there's no pressure. You're just traveling through, your body's busy and your real thoughts are just flying out of you. And I feel like that is my natural go-to yeah. in that kind of, I don't know, it's a weird thing to explain, but you know why people- No, I get it, yeah. Very, Gym, or they enjoy being on the running machine and time flies for some people it doesn't for me but like you know some people love working out because their brain they don't know where their brain goes for 20 yeah. minutes and that's what I feel like about music I I'm doing something and then my brain's found a song and then I just can bring it back <laughs> but that is such a talent to have though because especially to like do you ever like voice note like ideas or does yeah, it just stay there Oh, you do? <laughs> it's just all Absolutely up one stop. I will never remember it. So, no, but the songs I do record, like Lucky and this new song coming up, I never voice noted it. I could not stop singing it to the yeah. point where it was bugging me, like I said earlier. <laughs> like, it was annoying me. I was thinking, why do I know this song? And I said, oh, I don't know this song. I have to write this song. It's my song. It's, it's, yeah. It doesn't exist yet. Although I have had um, one night in Nashville, I was over there and i was so inspired because i'd gone out and i'd yeah. been to all the bars and i'd seen all the gigs and i'd had the best night i heard the best songs and i was i had a few drinks in as well i went to bed <laughs> and i must have dreamt a song and i woke okay, up this is like just ridiculously talented now <laughs> no but wait it goes downhill so i woke up two or three a.m and i was like that's it I've cracked it. I've written like the best song ever. I'm gonna voice note it. And I'll wake up and <laughs> oh, listen no. to it in the morning. And then I wake up in the morning thinking, oh my God, I, I've written a hit last night in my sleep. Yeah. And I listen to the voice note and it's just. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's, that's the alcohol I'm tired of speaking. <laughs> No idea what the song was. The jet was. lag. The Didn't jet lag. It yeah. <laughs> it's just jet lag. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that is. Yeah, don't worry about that. It must have been the headphones or the the yeah. Something went wrong there. Yeah. I've had a few of those. <laughs> 
bit with that then. So I imagine, because obviously quite a lot of the music that you have out is very country inspired. Is that like, that, that must be like a bit of a love for you then? Yeah, it's funny. Like I was always writing songs for other people, to be honest. I yeah. like being behind the scenes. I like writing, I like making, I like being silly. I like playing, yeah. I like writing ideas. And um, then... It wasn't really until after I did a few trips to Nashville that I thought, hmm, this kind of feels like the type of stuff I write when I'm alone. Yeah. And when I was writing for other people, I was really calculating it and thinking like what's catchy, what's not. And when I was just alone in my room on the guitar, I would write movies. That's what yeah. I was felt like I was trying to write. So when I was writing something, I would like to watch the film of what it was. Do you know what? And, quickly, I just that's exactly what I got from your music. So that's what I said. It like it felt like it was like soundtracking. It was very cinematic. So it's weird hearing you say that now. Like that's exactly the vibe that I got. Oh, I'm that's, glad. That's Thank amazing. You. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in my head, I feel like I'm watching a film. I like to watch the film of it. Um, and then I kind of understand what's happening in the film and then I can finish the song. Um, and, but then the, the closest connect I had to that was country music yeah. because they can describe every feature on a face, every smell in the room, every texture of the jacket, mm. every lean in kiss. And then there's a twist and it was somebody else. And, the, and you're so drawn into this story. My mouth is open as I'm listening to country music. So I just yes. can't get enough of where is this going? Where is this going? <laughs> I just connected with it so much that when I started doing my own music, everyone was like, oh, you've gone country. But I didn't know I'd gone country. Yeah, which is natural. What I felt like, you know. So I love country music. And obviously I've kind of fallen into like a country kind of sound hmm. now. Although my new songs are a little bit less country, but still always influenced by that sound love that <laughs> so with but that obviously you mentioned that you kind of like you've written for other people and what what inspired you then to start like was it like writing these songs thinking like i can't kind of let this one go or like what was no, that like now you're stepping out not at all it was literally just because it was locked down yeah. and i had nothing to lose I was always so shy about doing my own songs. Yeah. I also feel like if you grow up in a family where everyone's very like musically talented yeah. and known for being famous with their music, it's really tough to then say, well, I want to be taken seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone really wants to like you. I just yeah. like the thing. And um, so for years I thought, I don't want to try because I think there'll always be this like are they better or are they worse than and I oh. was really shy about it especially when you're younger and you're a bit more insecure yeah and um it wasn't really until lockdown where I've kind of written a few songs for other people and I was feeling good and I I put one song that I'd written called space on Instagram and it was the first time I'd ever played my own song on Instagram and I got loads of response saying where can I download this where can I download this really down to Instagram that I was like okay maybe there's a bit of confidence for me here to to try and put this out and then um I thought all right 
it's lockdown. What else am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a go. And then that song ended up going to number one on the UK country uh, iTunes. There you go. I absolutely, I just cried my eyes out because I <laughs> in a million years thought anyone would hear it other than my mum and my dad. <laughs> That's incredible. Has, has there been a moment yet where you've kind of looked back and thought, I'd like, I did that? All the time. I still I am expecting that. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I just am making up weird ideas while I'm driving the car or cooking food. <laughs> I feel like there's like just loads of dishes on the side, just not not eaten because you're like, no, nope, gotta get it out. Yeah. And then you end up going on the guitar. Yeah, exactly. that's actually what it's like. Actually. <laughs> I wish I had the same excuse. My house is just, I just this is very strategically placed. <laughs> the corner, the amount of ironing that's over there. That's good. Oh, so with the, obviously we talk a lot about. Like the impact music can have like on your mental health on the show like it's my biggest coping mechanism when it comes to me feeling like a, when things get a little bit heavy like there's a song or a like that kind of brings me out of the mood or it allows me to feel that kind of moment but before we kind of dive into those songs for you like is there anything else that you kind of like you lean towards like when things do when things do get a little bit much yeah so I have to be straight up with you before we start. I'm a very, very positive person. Oh, I try <laughs> every single day to remember that we are just tiny little specks of dust floating in the universe. You just got to have fun. I think about that all the time. I really, really Love do. that. And I know that every, like when things get hard and when things get tough and everybody in the world is going to have a really bad time at some yeah. point is going to feel low even me even anyone whether whatever your position is on this yeah. earth but i just always have to bring myself back to you only get one chance at this experience and even though it's it's really hard to to try and tell yourself that when you're feeling low I really have trained myself a lot to, to do it. And I used to, um, I used to suffer really bad with anxiety a few years ago and started realizing that, and I actually ended up um, with stomach ulcers because I was so uh -huh. anxious because my, my, but I knew it was because I, where I felt the anxiety. Like the tense, my yeah. Stomach, I'm so tense. I started listening to lots of podcasts. I started to, um look into why I was anxious or what I was actually anxious about and if you can't control it then you have to let go of it if you can control it you can do something about it so just do something about it yes it, I just simple I just simplified everything I could do and and brought myself back to like you only get one chance to experience this life so you just really have to keep like zooming out of your room, zooming out of your city, zooming out of your planet, zooming out into the universe, and then realizing, okay, you can just let it go because there's no point holding on to stuff that's going to make you feel heavy. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Now, I love that. Someone, someone said once, I mean, first of all, obviously, thank you for sharing that. And your, your, kind of your outlook is so infectious but that you, know, you couldn't have articulated that better like it was incredible but there's someone came on the show once and they mentioned about things when it gets a bit heavy like they're kind of like a hot cold but the longer you hold on to that the more it's going to burn so it's just like you've got you've got to let it go there's there's i've never fallen out with anyone i don't want to argue with anyone i've never been interested because there's no point holding on to something that's ever going to make you feel bad. If it's yeah. a relationship, get rid of it. If it's a friend that's upsetting you, just let it go. You just got to keep moving on because, like I said, you, our problems are so small. We're so tiny on this yeah. planet. I don't know where we are. I don't know whatever religion <laughs> or sci-fi you believe in. We all know that we're just a tiny little organism working our way through the planet and I I felt like that in this uh, even in the song when I was writing coming up I was like oh god things are so heavy and I just really need to find a place where I just feel good and I want to lift people up and I want to feel excited about something and it's the same kind of feeling I guess music also is a really cheap therapy for me yeah. because ever I feel weighed down by something I can just get on a zoom with a songwriter or get on my guitar and get it out my system you kind of open that little pandora's box of shit you don't want to say to yeah. other people <laughs> uh, all of a sudden in a song it's acceptable <laughs> it's beautiful though <laughs> and it goes to number one on the, on the country chart so it's yeah. clearly working i think no, writing honestly. stuff down is really therapeutic oh i journal literally most nights before bed just to get it out of my head and once i've visualized it I can kind of like, whoo, okay, let, let it go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, my brother talks about mental health a lot and he, um, you know, really believes in going to therapy and talking yeah. and like being, like pushing your friends to get them to talk to you if they feel like they're Definitely. feeling low. But I think the lucky gift that songwriters have is whatever you're feeling is going to come out of you at some point. Yeah. Like whether it's a song or lyrics or writing or poem and getting it out makes you feel really detached from the problem. Yeah. And it's kind of a positive spin on it in the end, especially if you've been like dumped or cheated on like I yeah. have and I can write a song about it when you were upset and then you're like, oh, hey, bitch. Sing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it weird in those moments now though, when like you kind of those kind of experiences that you've turned into songs to have people then like sing them back to you <laughs> that is yeah, how do you navigate really that <laughs> I um there's a song I wrote 
called uh, She Looks Like Me. Yes. And um, it's about running into an ex in a coffee shop outside my house. And is this, time, is this like true stories? This is like a completely true story. And at the time, I went home and I was shaking in my yeah. whole home and my body. And I was trying to ring my best friend and I was like, I don't know what I'm upset about, but I feel sick. Like I yeah. just feel so sick. And just held on to that feeling. And then the next week, and it's so natural, it happens to everyone. If you run mm. into your ex, you've not met someone else, but they have. There was someone new and you run into them both and you're like, okay, I've got to yeah. handle this, I've got to handle this. And yeah. I the next week went to Nashville and they said, what do you want to write? And I said, about this moment, I was like, it was like slow motion for me. And I yeah. felt so sick that when I got home and, um, and it was that same thing. It was, it was within half an hour we'd written the song because I already knew what the song was. Like, <laughs> You've already written it, it on the yeah. plane on the way. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and now I, and at the time it made me feel so bad, but then that song took me to play it on TV. I played it at the Isle of Wight Festival. I played it in shows and people have come up and cried and said, oh my God, that's happened to me in that story. And I, now I thrive that I ran into yes. them in the that's amazing I mean it wasn't at the time obviously but now (laughs) yeah so it's a weird thing to be able to move on from something and let go of it I think it's quite freeing isn't it as well like it feels like a weight has been lifted either once you've had the conversation or I imagine like like written that song or even the melody I guess like it it must feel like okay and especially one of the things I find so incredible with music is that especially when like you listen to those kind of songs that have kind of been about someone's like heartache or you know a sad time or you know in remembrance of someone it kind of makes me feel like I'm not alone when I listen to those songs which is it it, honestly every time like the amount of goosebumps I get on a daily basis when I have my headphones on is ridiculous I went to see Adele play at um, High Park Park I was there yes so good yeah when she started singing like I love Adele but I wouldn't say I'm a diehard Adele fan I know yeah. all the songs and I know all the words but it was actually a friend of mine that had booked it for me and said yeah. Do you want of course so I went to that show and as soon as she starts singing the goosebumps that ran up my body <laughs> the tears that fell from my <laughs> eyes from the whole crowd it was the energy that she, her pain and her rawness and her realness and whatever she felt in that time, everyone in this heart felt it. I was so overwhelmed. I didn't know why I was crying. And I was kind of <laughs> laughing, thinking this is so weird. And I had goosebumps and like, music's a powerful thing. No, I, I literally, I couldn't agree with more. I was talking to my friend who I who I went with like about that recently. <laughs> we were like, because we were both just stood there, like the sun was setting. It was like this just this beautiful moment, like in summer. <laughs> and everyone's just stood around crying. It was it was great. It was so weird. <laughs> yeah, it was euphoric. But that's what there's two things where I feel like just define um like 
kind of defy human interaction. It's like yeah. one is music and one is football for some reason. <laughs> I yeah. feel like where, where, whoever you are, wherever, whatever hierarchy in life or whatever you feel or think you are in the world, if you're listening to a great song and you're in a crowd full of people, you are all equal. You are dancing. It's a human instinct. You're tapping your feet. You're shaking your shoulders. Yeah. You're clapping your hands. There's something... <laughs> animalistic that happens to humans when they listen to music and for some reason it happens in football too i'm not a huge football fan no i get what you mean stadiums <laughs> all over the world people are losing their minds when they're <laughs> games and feeling the same way in a huge crowd of people and i think i haven't i know many other things that transcends like yeah cities countries races everything sectors, isn't it whatever. yeah it brings everyone, no matter what your status is in life, just brings you together. It's a, it's a strange idea. I feel like I'd quite like to go for a beer with you. I feel like <laughs> I feel like these kind of conversations I genuinely could sit and have like, <laughs> all night. I love Me it. Me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't want to, like, I feel like it's coming to an end and I don't want it to. I got Tell me more about like coming up. Like, oh, yeah. tell me like, obviously brand new single. What what's obviously we kind of know this kind of story like behind it. But, like, are you excited to get it out there? Like, what's the plan? I am so excited. My friends are so sick of singing the song because they heard the demo <laughs> and all the other versions of it ten times, and I've got so many voice notes from my thing going, "Coming up, I'm coming up, coming," and they're like, "Oh, this is so catchy, it's still in my head," and that was the same feeling I felt with. <laughs> The lucky song. Um, well, it was like 10 weeks ago now, Harley. Like, come on now. Yeah, yeah, still, yeah. Still. I'm like, hey guys, I've got a new version of coming up. Can you have a listen? <laughs> and they're like, we've still got the we've still got it in our heads. But I just it just makes me feel really happy. It makes me feel like I want to grind my teeth and punch the air and dance and yes. fight someone or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's the feeling <laughs> it makes me feel. And I think, like I said, kind of being in so many conversations that are always like stressed or dark mm. or sometimes you just can't hold yourself down with so much negativity it's still there and um but it's just like when you need time to to roll a skate down the street yeah. without anyone listening to you and you can just do whatever you want I don't know it's kind of that type of song for me it's it's really good fun and I've got lots of um Lots more songs lined up to release now, which I haven't had for a while, which I'm really excited about too. Well, this is going to be my next question because obviously the singles are coming out. So yeah. is is it building to something? Obviously, it's going to be summer soon. Like, is there going to be shows, album maybe? There's going to be shows. You know what? I don't think I'm such a commitment phobe. I don't think it's going <laughs> to ever going to be a, a straight up album. Okay. I could be wrong. I can <laughs> You just said, but, yeah, I could be wrong, rolling up your sleeves as if you haven't got an album. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong, I could surprise myself. But I'm just, I like being a very free person and I like yeah. being spontaneous. I don't walk the same way when I take the dog for a walk every day because I like feeling refreshed yes. every, every day that I wake up. So the idea of committing to a certain amount of songs 
at a certain date really puts me off to be honest yeah all right and like I said you kind of heard from my style of writing that I like it just comes when it comes I don't know when it's coming it just happens so for me I just am I I can feel like I'll only ever put out one or two tracks at a time and that's just how I'm gonna roll with it but I have got so in April in Liverpool uh, I think it's Easter weekend on the ninth. And uh, I love doing shows. It's quite um, it's quite a bitchy little session about everyone yeah. I've wrote them have written the songs. <laughs> to be honest, has um, anyone ever heard any of them and like said anything? Oh yeah, so I've got this one song which I haven't actually released yet. But I, when it, it's a big hit when I play it live, so it's <laughs> coming soon. And um, it was about someone that I was dating. And I, well, I thought we were dating, but every date got later and later. So right. the first weekend, the date was at six o'clock. The next weekend, the date was at eight o'clock. The next weekend, it's like, hey, babe, want a drink? I'll be free at 10. And I'm like, you vampire. Tens what is this? Like, I could bed at nine. <laughs> me too. So I'm like, by the following weekend, I get the text that many you of up. us either receive oh, no. or send. I don't know which end of the stick you are, but there's a yeah. text that says, hey, babe, you up. Yeah. You up text. And I got you up texted. And I was like, oh, my God, I have really, like, thought I was all going on the dates with this person yeah. and then I get the you up text and I everyone knows what you're texting so one point they and I said um I was like no I'm at home and they said well look um I'm just passing by should I come in and I texted back saying hell no this isn't a drive through yeah <laughs> so the next morning I write a song called this in a drive fast food pick up line and then I like play the show this song at the show <laughs> it's good fun but um it kind of becomes the whole show just becomes a who's who of who has been on the dating yeah. roster really <laughs> maybe that's do you remember now, now like now and like I need <laughs> you at the same time but like you need to go on more dates now to get more songs <laughs> I know and then I've been blacklisted on Hinge and Raya right <laughs> <laughs> this girl will write songs about you. Uh, you're brilliant. Absolutely. My, my face is aching from like smoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. Okay. So, what about the. I'm oh, trying actually, speaking of shows, like, I wanted to ask you, like, how was it when you stepped out on the stage at Isle of Wight? How well, that must have been a magical feeling. That was my first ever show. Oh, well. <laughs> Just, do you ever do things just like in a real subtle way? Not once. Ever. No, love that. I like life to feel like a terrifying roller coaster of ideas. Well, um, it's a good, good start, I guess. It's probably still why I'm going on the bad dates, I guess. <laughs> no. Um, uh, yeah, that was my first ever show. I, I mean, I'd, I'd put my songs out in lockdown. I had experience of being in a studio and singing and writing and having songs released by other people, but I had no experience of going on a stage on a crowd full yeah. of people 
because it had been in lockdown, everything I'd done was on Zoom. <laughs> yeah. There were Zoom Christmas shows or Zoom something. And that was easy. So still in my same flat that I rented. Um, and then got invited to do Isle of Wight Festival. And I was so nervous, but I had such a sexy little outfit on. I had this like body <laughs> with loads of tassels hanging from my arms. So at least when I danced, I looked pretty cool. Yeah. And um, I mean, I, I felt sassy when I was wearing it, but I was so nervous. And then after that, I just kind of realized what people enjoy just as much other like yeah. gossip trash stories between songs. <laughs> I feel like you're just like, you're a comedian, you're a singer songwriter. <laughs> I just feel like, feel like there's like nothing you can't do. <laughs> there's lots of stuff I can't do, but I'll just, let's angle on the ones I can. Yeah, yeah, we won't focus on them. <laughs> so to round off my shows I always ask my guests three questions and I'm quite intrigued when especially when I have a musical guest on but the first question is like I can't, I can't imagine it takes a lot but what song needs to be playing to get Harley on the dance floor oh <laughs> this is gonna be like a curveball answer okay I like this it would I mean I can dance at anything but if it was something that would make my ear be like, yeah. I need to get it. Take me, Teddy. <laughs> it would be like um, something, a garage tune. Okay. Yes. It would be like, you know, when you're in your under 18s years and you like have to fake idea into the club. <laughs> And no, we don't do things in. like that. <laughs> yeah, you go in and there's like the floors were still sticky. You used to be able to smoke inside. Was that and smell? Yeah, and then you'd have like those songs that really built your like teenager years, and you pretended you'd snogged loads yes. of people even though you not got with anyone, and told your friends, "Oh yeah, I made up with yeah. like five people." And, didn't really get with anyone because I've still got braces and mini skirt and it just hadn't worked out for me. Like we had, very, were, we had very similar childhoods. Yeah, everyone was doing it. Like in between us years, you know, where yeah. you're like still at school, but garage music was kind of popular then. And if I hear a tune from yeah. that time, take you straight back. You make some room on the dance floor. The, you know? the first thing that popped into my head then was 21 seconds. Two exactly, <laughs> exactly. Anything that kind of brings that back, I've I've gone God. blind and I've lost myself. <laughs> Romeo done. Exactly. <laughs> so on the flip side of that, is yeah. there songs or even an album that you like to have a big big old cry to? Um. Cry to maybe not so much, but feelings where I something where I feel all the feelings to. Yeah. Is is mostly in the country music. I mean, like I yeah. love Chris Stapleton. Oh, His album Tennessee I remember listening to. Ten, it's so good. It's so good. I remember listening yeah. to that song one time in Nashville when it very first came out and going home and saying to my dad go into your like 
living room because he had the Sonos in there. Yeah. I was like, go in there and go play you a song. And I, we just both sat in silence on the sofa. Wow. And I, he had the screw face. I had the screw face. Like, oh, this is got me so good. And I was like, there's a whole album of music like this from Chris Stapleton. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, we're both feeling it. Like, those slow motion Haribo adverts. Where the face yes. goes, like, it was that. Like, I love music like that. I love 70s soul music or country music that really, like, has crunchy voices and yeah. soul. I love all of that. Oh God, you are on fire with these. Love it. <laughs> so this this one gets a little bit awkward because yeah. I never know what I'm, I feel like people don't really like to ask this one yet. <laughs> but if there was one song that you were kind of put in a box and just like push to the side and never hear it again, would there be one? The Venga bus is coming. Oh, no. <laughs> We're 90s babies. You can't do that. Who wants to hear that? <laughs> Me. <laughs> After a few drinks. Maybe not I so. Did, um, <laughs> I feel like electronic music is not really where I'm at whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and it's ironic because my brother runs a whole Capital Radio show <laughs> yes. full of electronic music. And everyone's like, why don't you write music like that? And I just don't connect with that type of music at yeah. all. But- 90s electronic music where they've only got like a keyboard's worth of instruments yeah. <laughs> um, is probably my yeah one of my worst but to be fair, I was really worried about this one because especially asking obviously you with the parents that you have to be like please don't say one of their songs <laughs> I don't want to be oh, getting into trouble <laughs> I would say that would be more like what music videos would you want to hide oh that is true yeah. Oh, if you pardon because... the pun there. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Sorry. About that. Because um, I think it's like one thing, as any like child, if you watch your parents dance embarrassingly at a wedding, it's yeah. mortifying. If you watch them dance embarrassingly <laughs> on a music video that's then played for the next 30 years, that's stuff sticks with you, you know? <laughs> I feel like that's enough to go to therapy. <laughs> I'd never thought of it like that before, but you're so right. I mean, I don't have like that kind of parent, but wow. Yeah, very stay. honest. Very honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You have been an absolute joy to waffle with. Like I generally feel all like hyped up. <laughs> Me too, I'm excited too. What should we oh, do now? I know. Go for a beer. Yeah. Let's go for a beer. <laughs> but honestly, no, thank you for joining me for a waffle. Like, best of luck with coming up. It's, a, it's no doubt going to be another banger. And it just sounds already, like, even just hearing you talk about it, it just seems like it's going to be one of those, like, uplifting, empowering anthems that I feel like we all bloody need at the moment. So yeah, I hope so. I'd like to see lots of like TikToks of people dancing in their knickers in the kitchen kind of song. Just like oh, okay. really using um, their shirt and like I'm gonna take that as a challenge. You can start <laughs> I'll start it for you. Hashtag waffle knickers. <laughs> oh no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.